Afternoon, Cash. Afternoon, Zach. How we doing, brother? How's your week? Uh, it was a little painful. Like, painful? Yeah, I think as soon as you turn 30, like you just get these check engine lights, <laughs> oil changes. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I hit 40. <laughs> Don't even go there. Can't even imagine what pops up once I hit 40. Oh, there's a lot of popping. <laughs> it ain't the good kind, either, let me tell you. Well, that's, that's part of it, but a happy birthday to you, bro. Thank you. You know, it was a lot of fun. Just got back from Six Flags, did all of that. Now, you went to Six Flags for your birthday, or was it something else? Uh, it was kind of a culmination of things, a nice little vacation with a girlfriend and her child, and yeah. to see if that was something I'm going to be able to handle. Don't have any kids of my own, plenty of nephews, but traveling with a child is a lot different than anything else. I say child, but she's seven, and just absolutely perfect. Wow. Well, you still have all your gorgeous locks. You yes. pull your hair out. So. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm a few shorter, but that <laughs> was mostly due to my nephews grabbing on it at Six Flags and having a good time. Got to see my brother. Hang out with them up there, and it was just a lot of fun, relaxing. Sweet, sweet. And then, how, how was your week? Um, it has been a heck of a week. My father um, found out that he had an aneurysm in mm. an artery going to the heart. Found it by accident, and they decided to go in at Baptist East and remove it. And he has come out uh, doing well, so he's in recovery. So I, I praise the good Lord for that. And then I have been busy past midnight every single night working on uh, my side passion uh, of doing mural painting. I am currently working at a uh, neighborhood school here, and uh, I'm going to be posting pictures of that when I get in. I'm one of those people who it's like, it's like a wedding. Yeah. You know, don't ever see the bride in the dress before the actual moment. So I want to wait till I finish, put your name on it, and then you unveil. So uh, when we get to that, I'll put post pictures on our podcast page. And, uh, and uh, I look forward to getting the reactions from it. No, absolutely. Do things in the dark and then just show everyone the finished product. Well, yeah, especially when something as big as you're doing murals. Like, you have to understand, murals are meant to be seen from a distance. Yes. And so you walk up to them close, you're like, this looks like crap. <laughs> and then you step back 20 feet and you're like, oh, wow. You know, so uh, definitely don't want to see it in progress because mm-hmm. it looks really bad. So it's just one of those things. Uh, but that's just part of it. Uh, I will say one side note this week that was a real bright spot. Uh, one of my good friends, French, took me uh, to a new restaurant I'd never been to. And, uh, you know, they're not an advertiser. This is truly, they're just that daggone Okay. Good. I loved it. It's right there in Olive Branch in front of the Malco Theater, one of my favorite places to go. You know that. Yep. And that is called Two Crazy Guys. This is a Cajun seafood or Cajun cuisine place. It is Cannot speak highly home. enough of this place. Oh, go on Tuesdays for Taco Tuesday. Get the shrimp tacos, four for ten bucks. Let me tell you about it. We go there religiously as a radio station every single Tuesday. I went and got some boudin balls, and then they have these debris fries. Yep. I mean, like, let me just say. It's phenomenal. I've been to Louisiana for four years. I know what Cajun food is supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. I know the consistency. Trust me, when you taste the goods, you, it never leaves the palate. You know what I'm saying? I'm truly impressed. So much so that I asked for the owner to come up front, and I gave him the stare down. Like, yep. He was afraid I was complaining. I said, can I shake your hand? And I said, look, that food was phenomenal. And it's ran by two brothers. It's him and his brother because I've got to meet them as the radio station. We're trying to get them on as advertisers because I took everybody there. I just went there one day leaving an alderman meeting and had to bring everybody to him because it's that good. You want these people. You want this place to flourish. Oh, yeah. We got got to get out of the strip mall and get to their building, man. Look. If you're listening and you know the brothers like that, let them know. We want them to advertise with us. I want to talk about their food. I would love to highlight their meals every week. It was fantastic. But, I mean, I know Tuesday they've got the Taco Tuesdays cannot be beat. And then Wednesday they do the oysters, I believe. No, Wednesday is all-you-can-eat catfish. And Thursday is a dozen oysters for $15. Stop talking. uh, This isn't a paid advertisement. I wish it was. finish the podcast without stomach growling. The only other place I know to get oysters is down in Hernando. And sometimes I just don't want to drive that far. Yeah. And so it's just nice that we have that kind of place. It's funny that you were taken there by French, but 
Oh, it, it is so good. Uh, truly the best I've had around here. And guys, you know, somebody else is the best around here, and that is Team Couch of Birch Realty, guys. This is our friend and wonderful advertiser, Brian Couch, and his team. And guys, there is no one better in DeSoto County when it comes to buying and selling real estate. If you are considering selling your house or you're wanting to buy a property here and you really want to work with the best and you don't want any headaches, no confusion, you don't want desperation, you don't want that solo person who does it on the side, you truly want a team that's going to give all their effort, have all these years of experience. And by the way, they are the number one in DeSoto County. They are number one in the state, basically, and they're ranked nationally. What else do you need to know? Work with the best and get the best results. Guys, go check them out now. That is at teamcouch.com. Or you can call them at 662-449-1700. All right, guys, it's now time for our motivational message. We're going to do something a little different. Cash was able to procure a pretty awesome little proverb, and he brought it to our attention. I think it's pretty awesome to talk about. Yeah, I unfortunately didn't take a snapshot of it like I should have, but one of my best friends, Michael, gave me a book for my birthday, and it's just a different proverb for every single day of the year. And this one was focusing on something that I think is always just needed. And it was talking about you put everything you can into being an entrepreneur. And that's kind of the new hot thing. But why wouldn't you take all of those same steps to build yourself when that is the one that is truly life and death? And it just kind of hit me. You know, we've taken a lot of those risks. We've taken a lot of those steps to do this. And then other side projects, you're saying you're following your passion. I just quit in previous job and started a new career. And doing a lot of those things. And it's like, are we necessarily doing those steps for ourselves? And I don't, I don't always know if I am. And I guess that's the scary thing whenever you're looking at a motivational message. In I that hear sense. you, Cash. I hear you 100%. I mean, the reality of it is, is guys, is that we work so hard about things we want. We want better materialistic items with this that or so on. But sometimes I think if we can focus on ourselves, that those things will come with it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's, just, I think it's more of an, uh, a proverb change, uh, change your mindset or, or what you look at in the mirror is not what you are trying to go be, but really focus on you and see how it blossoms. You know what I mean? I mean, just a couple of different ways to look at it. Uh, but I think this podcast is a good example of that. You know, basically we're selling ourselves. <laughs> so, I mean, as long as we improve, well, that sounded terrible, didn't yes. it? I, mean, I feel like I need to be hiking my pants I, leg up on I'm on not sure that's necessarily legal in this country, <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll give it a whirl. We'll, we'll, we'll start low. We'll, we'll, we'll start low. You know, that brings me into an odd <laughs> fact. Believe it or not, when I lived in Louisiana, like I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. so I went to the University of Louisiana Monroe. Um, and when I got there, uh, I know this is derailed, but I don't want you to say is that there was plenty of fraternity houses, but there was no sorority houses. And so yeah. I asked him, I said, what is going on here? And, you know, like, I'm thinking title nine, this yeah. isn't fair. And it's like that in Northern Louisiana, there's an old law that uh, no home in Northern Louisiana, and this is only in Northern Louisiana, believe it or not, they've changed it and so on, that no household can have more than five women that are unrelated or it's considered a brothel. Really? <laughs> and so because of that, there's multiple universities Mercies. in North Louisiana who do not have sorority houses. <laughs> what that a is... rando fact, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you can get like a set of triplets or something in there to be all considered for the sorority. There's like that's small <laughs> sorority houses. You know what I mean? That is absolutely wild Isn't to crazy? me. Isn't that crazy? I, and I guess Louisiana might have a little bit of that reputation. So I can semi-see it, but crazy laws are made in the South. I'll tell you this, is that North Louisiana is like still quintessential Bible Belt Mm -hmm. of the United States and stuff. So it really didn't surprise me, you know. But hey, rando fact for you. Oh, I mean, I just remember I lived in a house with seven different people in college. And none of us had the same last name, thankfully. I think we only had four males and three females. So we wouldn't have hit necessarily that criteria, but... I mean, I, I know hey. a lot of people that try to just get a house like that, and it's just, whoa, 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 is running a brothel over here? What's going on in this college town? Uh, in today's world, you know, imagine, <laughs> good Lord, good Lord. But no, I mean, I think it's important just trying to, I don't know if you necessarily you just write down a list or kind of find out something that you need to improve on that is for yourself and not even necessarily everybody around you. Yeah, well, I'm a firm believer in, in uh, good karma. Yep. Where if you take care of yourself and you take care of things and you build that kind of good positive energy that, you know, it can bestow upon other people and stuff. One of the things I love to do um, is and go tell somebody I appreciate them. I yes. just absolutely love to do that. Especially that random person. Because like I, hearing I appreciate you or I appreciate something you did is not something that you get a lot. 
in the real world and hearing those words, it, it hits a little bit different. Yeah. I'll give you a great example because I was with my cousin mm-hmm. and we were doing a mural work and I was at a school and this guy got off a bobcat and he was out there leveling out dirt and he'd been out there forever and it was dusty and that yeah. bobcat was covered, right? <laughs> he goes getting out of it. It was getting dark and everything else and he gets out of it. And I was talking about his machine to him and stuff and you could tell he was beat. And I looked at him and I said, I don't know if anybody's told you, but you're doing a great job out here and, and so on. And he goes, huh? And I said, yeah, I, I mean, I can appreciate what you're doing. So I figured I'd just let you know. I'm sure everybody around here appreciates what you're doing out here. It looks great. And like, he literally just froze. And my cousin looked at me and goes, huh? And like that, when I walked inside, he goes, why are you telling yeah. that dude he's doing a good job? I was like, why not? He, yeah. In my eyes, he was. And maybe it, maybe, maybe it brightened his day a little bit. He looked like he was beat down no. and everything else. And so, you know, so. You just never know. I hope that that guy went back to the house with a little more, you know, peppinish step or, hey, you know, it wasn't just all work today. Somebody saw that I was doing something. You just yep. never know. So little stuff like that, you can go and change somebody's life just by a few words. Well, I mean, I was at the St. Louis Aquarium and I was getting an extra Ferris wheel ticket so we could get on it. And I, if you have a name tag, I just call you by your name. Uh, I figure I that's why you way. do it. Make and- a point. <laughs> I make a point. Anytime I'm at Lowe's, anywhere... Hey, oh, hey, Natasha. Oh, hey, Robert. Hey, I mean, whatever. I yep. make a point to say your name. And so, Not, she, hey, dude, you, got yeah. some, you know, come on. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. If I'm out in public, I'm calling everybody dude, especially if I don't know your name. But like, if I have a way of knowing your name, that's what I'm going to do. Cause I, that's just how I was raised. And so I was like, hey, Miss Piper, you know, how you doing today? Thank you so much for being out here in this heat. And she just goes, thank you for using my name. I was like, oh, you're well, welcome. Like, it really did. Like, she just, in that moment, I guess, felt like a person, which a lot of times it's just a lot of transaction. And you don't necessarily get that. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know, there's you know, there's a local business here that gets a lot of that kind of respect. And that's, have you ever been to the Neighborhood Grill there mm-hmm. in Olive Branch? Uh, it's kind of like, it's, you know, kind of old school, but kind of homegrown, you know, a local dive, if you want to call it, you know. Um, and they do a lot of that. And the only reason I know that is because, you know, I, I know people who go there all the time. Yeah. But here's the funny thing is, is that, you know, this past week they had to stop. They they closed down because of lack of workers and people not showing up. Have you seen more and more of that? Yes, everywhere. So, so, you know, I use that to tell you is that, you know, there's great places to work in this area. And we've said it every week. And Michael Hatcher Associates is one of those places, guys. And look, I know we tell you all they have all these great jobs open every year. But let me give you a little keynote. We always talk about great benefits, great pay. We told you about, well, I guess it was about two months ago, they had a they had a big party for all their employees, gave them money, did all this stuff, right? Well, they also created an initiative where if you go to work and stay safe, go on time, no injury, this, that, or so on, they were going to start giving bonuses to any and all employees if you just basically basically do your job. But I mean, a lot of companies go ahead and say that just to try to keep people exactly. there and everything. Like, Are they actually following through okay. with it? So Michael Hatcher Associates has over a hundred employees that go out every day. Yeah. I mean, you know, 50, 100 trucks, all this stuff like that. Get, let me put this number at your cash. They gave out over $26,000 in checks to employees this past week for just doing their job well and show them appreciation. You're talking about bonus checks for bonus 26 checks th- for each employee. All they had to do is come to work on time, stay safe. And do your job. A couple hundred extra bucks just right there in your pocket. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I know some of them, you know, some got 250, some got more. It was whoo. a bonus that you did, you got just for showing up showing and doing, doing your, your job. job. That's it. I mean, like, what else do you need to hear about a company that really takes care of their employees? I, I don't think anything else because they could have just pocketed that 26K. Yeah. And because I'm assuming what it did was save a lot of their insurance. But no, they're investing back into their employees because, as we say, each and every week they hire for life. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Like I said, one of my buddies, French, is he works there and like that. And he was telling me, uh, you know, that the, the employees, it's just a morale boost. Yeah. It's a change of the atmosphere. And they're growing by leaps and bounds. They're talking about maybe adding another location, doing different things. You know, there's just so much on the horizon because the company does so well. Guys, this is a place you want to get involved with if you really want to see yourself grow financially, responsibly, insurance, benefits, whatever you want to say it, this is a place to go check out. I promise you, go call Gabby at 662-755-3207 and see what job opportunities they have. I bet you they got something that you can line you up with that you'll really appreciate. 
It's time for our news, and there was an alderman meeting this week. It was not last week. Are you sure, Cash? I am sure. So we got plenty of emails saying you even said it in the podcast the first and third Thursday of every month. Well, last week, not this past Tuesday, was the fifth Tuesday of June, not the first Tuesday of July. And uh, had we looked at a calendar, also known as had I looked at a calendar, I would have been able to know this. And I'm just going to chalk it up. It was the day before my birthday, and I was uh, having a good time. Birthday Eve. Huh? Yeah, you know, it's a birthday Eve. I worked on my actual birthday, so I couldn't necessarily celebrate it the correct way. Uh-huh. But thankfully, we have a very good friend in Michael Chandler, who oh, is yeah. also going to these each and every week. And he was kind enough to email us everything that happened. So, Michael, thank you for picking up where I fumbled the ball drastically. That's why I was an offensive lineman. So this is true. So I wasn't carrying true. the rock. And uh, we have a wonderful Alderman update for y'all. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Michael, really appreciate it. This was the Alderman meeting where they swore in uh, Kid Adams as our new mayor. Yep. And then and the court, rest of the board say the same. Yeah. And so then they re-swore in the existing board. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty much the... The same is same, but hey, we're happy for everybody. Everybody ran good, clean races, and congratulations to our new acting management for the city. Yes, and so we, we, we couldn't be happier. So there was really only two things in the meeting, according to Mike, that went down. And uh, first was Annandale, which is a phase eight project. Now, we brought this up a, a week or two back. Actually, it was about almost a month ago. Yeah, this was the one where Gill had an issue about the silt pond and yep. the erosion and stuff. Well, some uh, decisions were made, and uh, some there was a person or two there that kind of had some passionate pleas about, you know, they want to keep Maywood beautiful and the uh, different things. But bottom line is, is that a res- uh, resolution was passed. They're going to build a fence um, and try to make it where uh, the erosion will not become an issue. And so it looks like it's going to be a positive outcome. So we're pretty happy about that. Uh, it, right now, like I said, it's just a preliminary plant. Uh, once we have something final where they can actually see what the improvements are going to be in the actual action plan, we'll go from there. Well, I mean, and it was as we talked about that neighborhood is already, I don't want to say it in a negative way, but there are a lot of family homes that are needed. They're already packed in there like sardines. And the only thing that was preventing this from being pushed through the first time was the fact that the lake slash pond was did not have a good suit filtration system. So right. as soon as that was going to be able to get fixed, this was going to get pushed through regardless. There you go. There you go. The other thing on the agenda was is that there was a residential area that's right there in the commercial district, like around Old Town. It's kind of right next to Henry Chiropractic. Um, and they want to convert it from residential to a kind of an office space zoning. And this was in a previous meeting that we have talked about as well. And it was just kind of waiting on a little bit of that approval. And of course it, it passed through. Yeah. It, it's very hard for a board to justify not approving something if it meets all criteria. Oh yeah. Well, not only that, I mean, like it is a, a rant, not a random, but like it's a residential area that is eventually going to squeeze out just because the commercial district right there is just growing by leaps and bounds. Yeah. And so it's it's one of those things, it's inevitable. So either you do it now or you're going to do it like a year down the road, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, this is all going to get pushed out because, like, as we're talking about, we want a more lively downtown area for all the branch. And oh, unfortunately, so, yeah, that's where. Agreed, agree, agree. If you really look at it, guys, Old Goodman Road, the whole north side, which backs up to the new Goodman Road, is a bunch of residential area. There's a cemetery, several houses, stuff like that. All that eventually will get changed because they're even building new commercial structure right there at Goodman in mm-hmm. Old Goodman, um, right across the corner from Chick Fil A and stuff. And that's going to be large shopping and entertainment and everything else. So as we talked about yep. before, so I mean, eventually Old Goodman and that Goodman right there is just going to be retail area, and it's going to need some road work because especially with the park right there and the traffic that Starbucks already has and. I'm excited to see what they do with it, and hopefully they have the foresight to make it a little bit smoother than what it currently is. Well, the other thing is, too, is that Goodman Road right there um, from that four-way, when it goes up to an overpass over (laughs) 178, so you really can't make it where you get off of that road to get onto any of this new uh, retail areas. You have to take old Goodman, which means you have to pass in front of the park and all that stuff to get over this. They are definitely going to have to adjust how that light is, how they get into it. Otherwise, that will be like a new malfunction junction of just terribleness of traffic. And the fact that there already aren't more wrecks right there, it's just a lot of traffic honking. You know, you get your war helmet on to be prepared. Could be the worst place in all of Branch from 11 to 1 o'clock every day. 
11 to 1, being a little kind over there. About oh, 11 to 7. Like, I mean, it doesn't end. Like, I, mean, hey, I have the up no confidence. <laughs> We're going to get that corrected. But anyway, uh, you can thank Starbucks for part of that. You know, Chick-fil-A hey, is the other part. It, please do, because my mom doesn't work at that Starbucks anymore. So, because that Starbucks has no competition. Like, no, I mean, yeah. it's literally the only coffee in that, like, three-mile area. And it's kind of ridiculous, but there will be a Dunkin' Donuts going in right across the street in that new spot that you were oh, talking right. about. I have seen the Dunkin', yeah. But, so. I mean, Dunkin's not even really good coffee. Hey, say what you will. I'm a company person sometimes. Starbucks coffee is delicious. Snob. Yes. Coffee snob. Very much central. And Pink's Coffee, absolutely delicious if you get a chance. <laughs> well, I hope they clean it all up. And somebody else that does a fantastic job of cleaning, and that is DeSoto Cleaning. Uh, this is Brian Rowe and his crew. They do amazing work, guys. They specialize in cleaning floors such as tile and grout, hardwood, and steam cleaning. If you go to Facebook right now and look up DeSoto Cleaning, you will see positive review after positive review. Oh, and by the way, more positive reviews and amazing videos to show you what kind of work they do. Trust me, let that speak for itself. This is a place you want to check out if you have any type of floor cleaning or maybe even some furniture cleaning. They do a lot of unique things. Brian is always available. Give them a call and check it out and see if they can help you if any kind of cleaning specialties you might need. Uh, they have over 17 years of experience and it is good experience. Trust me, that's what he's been doing. He's a full-time contractor, does fantastic work. I have two people I've heard here recently who have used them and loved what they got out of it. I'm telling you, this is a place to go. If you go and mention OB Pod while you're getting your quote, he will give you an additional 15% off of your bill or at least your quote if you like the number. Guys, you go check them out now on Facebook. You will not regret it. Guys, now I know this is more kind of South Haven, but it does affect us because it, hey, it might be something you're interested in. The Lander Center will be hosting a small business shopping expo on July 17th and 18th. Now, this is to highlight small businesses in this area. There will be shopping, food, entertainment, giveaways, and more. Look, we wanted to mention this because some of our local businesses here in Olive Branch will likely be at this, and it's a great opportunity basically for the entire county, not just Olive Branch. Look, and this is something we used to do at the radio station. We held it right there at the Lander Center. You'd get probably 50 to 100 small businesses coming in, letting you know what they do, how they do it. You get to meet the owners of the company and actually see where your dollars are going, and it's something that you're not going to get from a lot of these big businesses or chains that we normally try to have yeah, around guys, here. Like we, we all love Jeff Bezos and Amazon and stuff like that, but he's a billionaire because of our convenience and laziness. Just yes. call it what it is. If you really want to support our local companies and businesses and it's try the to best make way our to get to know them. flourish, this is it. So go check it out. Remember, that's on July 17th and 18th. Speaking of being a part of your community, the City of Olive Branch is having their fall co-ed softball registration, and that is going to be happening for the entire month of July all the way through the 30th. That's right. Registration is already open, and all you need is to have a complete roster, a name, and come up with up-to-date contact info for everybody on your team. Now, you must have five males and five females to be able to register, and all you got to do is go to the OB Parks offices at... 8877 College Street, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or give them a call at 662-893-5219. There you go. And it is $400. So make per sure you team, co- Per team. individual. <laughs> so make sure you collect it as a team. There you go. Guys, Whispering Woods Conference Center and Hotel, right in the heart of Olive Branch near the airport, will be hosting its Memphis Bridal Show. And that is also on July 18th from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. This is an expo for all vendors that are wedding-related. That could be DJs, flowers, dresses, food, and more. It is quite an event, especially if you're one of those people who just loves weddings or are considering a wedding in the near future. And they are. it is a lot of fun. I went to it last year, and I've been to a few of them. You will get some of the best food that you're going to eat, all of the sweets that you want. And some of these dresses are just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, really? Did they make you look slim? Yes, they did. And I got to do the catwalk, you know, do a little twirl for everybody. Disturbing. Let me say, my hair won the entire thing. So there we go. (laughs) But go ahead if you do like seeing a lot of fashion, getting to rub elbows, or you just want to potentially make your own future wedding, this is one of the best places to go ahead and do it. Agreed. So if maybe weddings aren't your thing or, or bad, you're maybe going through a divorce or just a bad situation and you want to get out of the branch quick and just want to get rid of that house fast, 
You might want to consider our friends at Rodman Properties. If you go to their website called iBuyDeSoto.com, they are a company that specializes in buying homes for people who want to sell fast for cash or they have a house that may be in disarray, has damage, uh, or is completely outdated and they just don't want to fool with them trying to fix it up for the market, whatever the situation may be. If you want an honest local company, not somebody who's fast cash grab, who has street signs all down, you know, Summer Avenue or Winchester, and you have to worry about your safety by meeting these people, please visit iBuyDeSoto.com. You will not regret it. It is ran by Abby and Spence Rodman, who are fantastic friends of this podcast, and they do fantastic work. Every house they buy, they either turn into a rental property or resell it, but they always fix them up, update it, make sure the house is safe, clean, and improve the neighborhood and community by doing so. These are the kind of people you want to work with because you're promoting the community like we do. And our last bit of news, the DeSoto County Sheriff's Department is seeking to expand its arsenal of drones for the ongoing public safety efforts. Now, this does not mean they're planning on spying on you when you're in the shower or going down your backyard and seeing what kind of fireworks you might be doing or whatever it may be. No, truly, this is really to help the safety of our community. They're trying to make it where we have additional drones to help in people searches, suspect searches, chases, things of that nature, very specific uses where they have been highly successful in helping the department in recent years. Currently, we only have two officers that are certified to fly these drones because it does require an FAA certification. That's good to know because I was curious about it because I've seen a few people when I was at CBU just flying drones around campus and I didn't realize that it took a special license and a lot of classes to actually be able to go through with this. Oh, there's no doubt. Over our school at Center Hill, we're right next to the airport over there. And mm-hmm. so we used to fly drones for the football games on Friday night until we were told by the FAA, unless you have a certified pilot for that thing, it is not <laughs> to be in the air. And that was quite a chore. Well, and I was surprised that they actually let you still fly and being so close to the airport and everything. They will. The deal is you can't you can't reach a certain height. Otherwise, it becomes a visibility issue yep. because it's smaller planes and stuff. But it, they take it very serious. Uh, now, these drones that the Sheriff's Department are trying to buy are around $6,500 a pop for a grand total of about $26,000. Ooh. Quite an expensive bill. However, if it means the difference between catching a suspect in hot pursuit or finding a missing child in an area where you can't comb as much, where you don't have people on the ground and a drone could make a difference, I'm all for it. Um, That's just my personal opinion. Now, the other thing they're also looking to buy are what's called these Dectaria, I think that's how you pronounce it, Dectaria MP drug disposal bags. Now, these bags are specialized with a fluid in it so that they will neutralize any prescription pill or, I believe, different types of drugs immediately once they're put in the bag to make sure they're not harmful or left around. It could be a problem. Um, I think they're seeking about 50 cases, and each case has about 200 bags in them. And this will come out of a grant that the, the Sheriff's Department got, and the total cost for this is about $35,000. So, guys, that wraps up our news for today. And, you know, one of the things I want to tell you, Cash, is I listened to another really cool podcast the other day. And I just got to mention it because I think it's similar. It's very similar to Mississippi and its nature. Um, and it's called In the Red Clay because anybody who's ever taken a shovel to the dirt around here, chances are two out of three times you're going to find red clay. Yes. And so I, when I saw the title, I was like, I got to give this a shot. But really, the podcast is actually about the most dangerous man in Georgia history. Okay, Billy Sunday Burt was the man's name. Yes, that's correct. That, that is a name right there. That is there. a name and a half. Now, you know, Billy Sunday was a famous, you know, uh, back in the day, you know, uh, man of Christ. And this woman married, this woman named her son Billy Sunday Burt, hoping that he will be <laughs> of same influence. However, it went the total opposite. I was about to say, it doesn't sound like it went that way necessarily. No, the man is, is confirmed to kill over, over 60 people in his tenure. He was the original creator of the Dixie Mafia uh, in Georgia. Um, murdered right and left, was a hitman for multiple establishments, <laughs> and raised a family in the, in the process. You know, it just is unbelievable. Anyway, the podcast is fantastic. And here, the reason I brought this up is well, you and I used to do a podcast on The Outsider TV mm-hmm. show, and this podcast was created by a guy who went to Georgia to site survey for where they were going to film for The Outsider TV show, ran across a gentleman who was restoring a bar in a distillery, and come to find out that was Billy Sunday Burt's son. They struck up a conversation, and the podcast was born. 
And it's an, I mean, just the lead into that right there was worth a mention. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, the, the the bar, the story is open. It's called Rock Solid, and it's in honor of most dangerous man in Georgia's history. And it always makes me think about our newest advertiser at, at Backwater Brewery. Uh, guys, if you have not gone to downtown Olive Branch, really the Old Town area, uh, right next to Side Street Burger is this awesome nano brewery. I mean, awesome. Looks like just a small little house. It's got a very opening door that you just pull open, and then you are transported into a completely different world. Oh, You've got no all doubt. these growlers hanging up right there, 32 ounces, 64 ounces. And what that lets you do is go ahead and fill up any of their brewed-in-house ciders or brews Right there, take it home with you in one of the coolest glasses that you're going to be able to get. Yes, those those glasses are amazing. And if if you're a beer snob, like as Cash is a you know a coffee snob, uh, <laughs> you kind of want this. You know what I mean? Like it, it's truly one of those things that's iconic. You know to use. And you can reuse over and over. Go ahead, bring um, it up. They refill it for you, clean it out, make sure you get the nice, perfect thing that you want each and every time. But the reason why you want to do this is because they're constantly rotating what they're making in-house. Oh, I know it. Like last week, we talked about their three drinks that they have on right now that are super, super popular. One was called the Pamplemousse. The other one was Violet's Demise. And then, of course, there was the Dimwit, which was that, that was that uh, like Belgian. That, that was the one that you've been working outside all day and you kind of want just that natural yeah. beer to kind of cool you off off and oh. enjoy and I mean, anybody who's ever gone out there and got a tall boy after you've had a long day in the yard this is just that little extra yeah that little extra you want to go you know what i'm saying so it is a fantastic place guys it's right there at 9203 highway 178 they are on facebook they are on instagram they're at, at backwater.ms and one cool thing that they are adding is a game night each and every other Thursday. It's going to be kickstarting this Thursday, July the 15th, and they're going to have a couple of different board games up there. Settlers of Catan, Clue, Monopoly, a lot of your classics. So go up there, get a nice good group, and just play some board games and enjoy some delicious different kinds of brews. Absolutely, guys. Go check them out. All right, guys, now it's time for that fact of the week. And this is brought to you by Rob Long of the DeSoto County Museum, which is located right in Hernando on Commerce Street, across the street from the Area 51 Ice Cream Shop. They are open Tuesday through Saturday and have numerous exhibits for your viewing and learning pleasure. Do not miss out. Rob does a fantastic job. Our fact of the week is, did you know that Olive Branch was the site for creating one of the largest chains of hotels in the world? The Holiday Inn University and Conference Center was built in 1971 and facilitated its company's amazing growth. Even in 1973, the Holiday Inn Corporation built our existing OB airport for its corporate aircrafts. This really put Olive Branch on the map in the state. These steps were revolutionary for Olive Branch as a city as a whole, and it set the hotel chain on a path of international success. Wait. Holiday Inn is only like 40 years old. No cash. Actually, this is when the university was built. This is the place where they wanted to train employees or future employees on how to run a Holiday Inn. Okay. That That makes makes a lot more sense for me. Because I was sitting here thinking like, man, that really feels like something that should be a lot older. But I like that they actually went out. And that tells you about some of these companies that are willing to invest into their employees. Now, side note. Holiday Inn's first hotel was actually built by Charles Kimmons Wilson in Memphis, Tennessee, right on Summer Avenue. Kimmons was displeased with his hotel service on a recent trip to Washington, D.C. and decided, you know what, I can do better, and built the first hotel. During this construction, an architect made a joke about the hotel, referencing a popular musical called The Holiday Inn. And when you know it, the name stuck and created what is now one of the largest hotel chains in the world. Sadly, the original Holiday Inn was demolished in 1994, but if you go over there now, there is a plaque that commemorates the original building site. That's going to wrap up the intro for our show. We've got a nice interview with the Olive Branch prosecutor, Amy Petrowski, and then we have a small sports section before we get into another Mount Rushmore debate. Do you think you're paying too much for insurance or you're tired of not actually getting an agent when you call? I think it might be time to switch to the home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Josh McIntyre is our local agent and supports our schools, our local businesses, community, and even takes care of all our insurance needs. That's home, life, and auto. Give him a call today, 662-893-5250, or visit him at his office at 6901 Cochram Road, which is Highway 305. 
Are you tired of an unimpressive lawn or need some help from a local professional to get your yard the way you want it? Look no further than Master Lawn for your weed control and fertilizing needs. Master Lawn has been serving the Olive Branch community and surrounding areas for over 25 years and is ready to add you to their long list of satisfied customers. Contact them today for a free quote through their website, www.masterlawninc.com or call 901-250-0873. Just to give everybody a heads up, this interview was conducted a couple of months ago. We are here with Amy Petrowski, the new Olive Branch City attorney. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Well, thank you for coming on. It's wonderful. You have been a hard person to nail down as you are a the brand new city attorney, but still running your office out here in South Haven. Are you able to handle this heavy of a workload? I am. And as you know, because you're close by. How often do you see my vehicle in the parking lot working? (laughs) (laughs) I I see it a lot. I get a little bit of worry to see how many hours that you put in sometimes. I work. I work very hard for my clients. I'm very passionate about my cases. No. And I do believe we were talking before we even started that you just came from court today. I did. I was in um, the Soto County Justice Court on a DUI second offense and was able to get it dismissed. While I don't believe in drunk driving, I do believe the prosecution needs to prove their case. And as you know, I'm one of the prosecutors (laughs) in Olive Branch. So I say that empathetically. And I, I mean, we've got a burden to prove it. And as defense attorneys on the other side of that table, we ask that the prosecution proved their case. If you can't, no, we try it and you win or you lose. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Now, is this something that is, you're going to be able to take over when you're prosecuting for the city of Olive Branch and knowing the things that you're looking for? Right. I think my um, role as a prosecutor in Olive Branch allows me to see both sides of the law and mm-hmm. also makes me a better attorney as a defense attorney and my other matters that I work on. I understand the dynamics and situations that people get into sometimes they're just poor choices bad mistakes or sometimes they can potentially be targeted by police and while i believe in desoto county our police force is excellent it may be an issue in the surrounding counties and i also represent people in tennessee as well so i don't see a lot of that in desoto county i'm really proud of our law enforcement they are honest um have high ethics Mm -hmm. and are very very moral people men and women well, even being able to speak with the police chief Gamage earlier this past month, hearing that he sets a lot of the training that happens in the state. It's good to know that we're able to even see how much that training's paying off in the courtroom by knowing that there isn't a lot of targeting happening in the area. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you came here from where and you've already become the Olive Branch. Right. So I based my legal representation on a lot of northern Mississippi and put in a lot of miles driving anywhere from Starkville to Tupelo, Oxford. and had, Corinth recently, you and right, me were talking when you were coming back right. from there. Just anywhere. A lot of my Google reviews will testify to the passion that I have when I approach each case and people will hire me from different areas. Mm-hmm. I had office in Tupelo at the same time in Oxford, South Haven, and in Memphis. So... So you've been known around in these court areas for quite a while. Right. So my home base now is South Haven. I've moved into this area Mm -hmm. and felt like more like I'm part of this town, like it's a family. I feel like I fit in. There's a lot more diverse people here, people that came from different states. So myself, I grew up in Michigan and then technically ran away from home and joined the Marine Corps. So, (laughs) Well, thank you very much. It was the best thing I ever did. I I think that... um, I think our youth need to do at least two years mandatory if they don't have plans to go to college or or trade or tech school. I think it makes you a better person and a better American. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so I'm just moving into South Haven and I live here now and my main office is here. I'm starting to shut down some of the other further locations and just concentrate on this area. I've made a lot of friends, a lot of professional acquaintances and just been really welcomed by this community. Well, I'm glad that you can feel welcomed in our nice little community as someone who's been here for the majority of my life. And it's something that I took wherever I traveled, which is being a, a lot of that Southern hospitality. So the fact that it's still around and you can feel it as somebody who wasn't necessarily born here is nice to hear. Mm-hmm. So was being in the military part of what started your law career or did that happen afterwards? Well, it actually happened 
after I went to law school when I was 40. So I was a Marine and then went and got some degrees back in social work. And then I went back for my teaching degree mm-hmm. and then went to law school. I had a, um, a lot of experiences in my past with my children's father, who was an attorney, and he inspired me to to attend law school, maybe not in a positive way, <laughs> but I've always said that um, sometimes just being successful is the best revenge and to mm-hmm. not hold grudges, which is my whole kind of mental health mentality is you've got to rise above your challenges and face obstacles and make something positive out of something that could be negative. And I think that's part of my childhood background coming from foster care and then being adopted by my foster parents at, at six years of age and just not falling back into statistically I could have ended up on drugs or alcohol from a tough childhood because it wasn't wasn't no. a blessed one. I struggled a lot of times with the situation I was in. So I think as a prosecutor and also my experiences in different careers, I can come to the table and face clients, face criminal defendants and face them as a prosecutor and truly empathize with them Mm -hmm. and understand where they're coming from. And I can also help them kind of get some positive momentum and let's there's consequences to actions. We can't make those go away. And the court has restrictions and statutes and guidelines that we have to follow, but let's face that suffer the consequence and then move forward and make some changes in, in those person's lives. No, I love a lot of the things that you're saying because a, it's very easy to become a statistic or allow the opportunity to become a statistic to shape your life and prevent you from reaching some of the lofty goals that you might not even believe you can set for yourself. And so then knowing that you're able to overcome that and do so much, especially not on the path that a lot of people think is already set. You can go to law school at 40. You can start over multiple times in your life and still be successful by whatever metric you want to deem. So bravo and thank you Mm -hmm. for being an inspiration to a lot of people, especially in this area. Who come back after leaving and try to figure out what am I going to do with my life? Well, whatever you decide to. Right. And then I really enjoy that you're using words like empathetic instead of sympathetic because that shows like, hey, I I'm with you on this, but you possibly did make a mistake. Right. And there's still consequences, but we can get you through those consequences to where you can still start and have something new and be a benefit to society. Right. And I think with Olive Branch, you can walk into that court. And, you know, as long as you are showing remorse and regret, you're, mm-hmm. you're treated with respect. We're not yelling or screaming at you like they do in some other courts, not in DeSoto County. We don't look down and treat you as though you're a prisoner before you even have your court date. So you're treated with respect and dignity. Mm-hmm. And you just face what you've done and then you'll have a court fine. You'll have some sort of sanction. And then we're willing to give you a chance to do better, do better for your community and society. No, I mean, that's nice to hear that we have the opportunity to make mistakes and learn from them. And so how did becoming the prosecutor of the city of Olive Branch come about for you? Well, I had a a bunch of my colleagues, other Mm -hmm. attorneys in different courts mention it to me. And then some had even called the judge in Olive Branch, Judge Shoemaker, and recommended me. So I went for an interview And I think he heard my background and my story and what I want to do and the service I want to give to DeSoto County and Mm -hmm. my community. And he was just impressed and allowed me to have that opportunity. And hopefully I haven't let him down. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think you're going to lead us in a very positive way, in a very fair way that I think is going to be important for this area. Now, what are some of the things that the city is looking to crack down on or try to ease some people out. Right. So with Memphis being so close, there's a lot of racing going on Mm -hmm. with different, as I call them, muscle cars. So you'll see um, the police are cutting down on that in DeSoto County because it's coming into our area from the Memphis area and also being promoted in DeSoto County. So watch your speed. Yes. Watch your speed. And then also the drunk driving. um, That is something that we're always going to be cutting down on. But we're increasing it with the holidays coming up and other 4th of July, all of those sort of things. Well, I mean, I've just seen that the state troopers are already coming down right. and cracking down on the I-55 initiative. And on my way back into the station, I saw about three 
people pulled over by state troopers. So, yes, right. definitely right. go ahead and watch your speeds. And always remember, it's cheaper to get an Uber or a friend to drive than to have to hire me <laughs> either as a defense attorney or on the other side as a prosecutor that you have to face. So. Well, and because they're not, DUIs aren't just a cost, but I mean, they're a huge mental strain and you could severely injure yourself or even worse, somebody else. Exactly. And nobody's going to want something like that on their conscience. Right. And I think that we are truly in really good hands from all the times I've been able to meet and talk with you and knowing how diverse of a lawyer that you are and all of the different kind of cases that you've been able to handle. Thank you. Well, no, thank you for everything that you're doing for this area. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about? I just would like to remind people that if they have any questions, my little tagline is Ask Amy. I found <laughs> that a lot of people would call in in all the areas I've worked in and have questions. Mm -hmm. any sort of legal questions so if you've got something that you need help with just call me and ask amy all righty is there an email address or anything that the people it's, can get in it is petrowski at lawyer.com all righty and we'll make sure to put that in the show notes so everyone can get a hold of you right. but thank you so much for a coming on and letting us get to know you but b for helping keep this city as safe as possible i thank you for this opportunity all right have a good one okay Is planning your summer getaway becoming too much of a hassle? Then reach out to Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher of Magical Destinations. Whether it's a trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, or a tropical getaway, these ladies can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destination is locally owned in Hernando, so give them a call today at 662-469-6304, or you can find them on Facebook or Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. With summer here, are you looking to start renovating? Well, North Mississippi Dumpster is the local business you want to contact. All you have to do is head over to DeSotoDumpsters.com. You'll be able to find all of your pricing and sizing needs. They're open seven days a week and have fantastic prices. They carry 13 and 20 yard roll-off dumpsters that are in great conditions so you don't have an eyesore sitting in your yard or on your job site. They service DeSoto, Tate, Marshall, and Tunica counties. So visit them at DeSotoDumpsters.com or give them a call at 901 901- one two nine nine oh nine sixteen. All right, guys, it's time for sports and local news. Daniel Forbes of Hernando, that's right, the girls' basketball coach, has been named the new head basketball coach at Center Hill High School for the boys after Newton Miller's exit this past month. Congratulations and good luck. That is correct. Side note. Coach Newton Miller, who left Center Hill to go to Jones Community College, has signed Calvin Temple. And if you don't remember this name, Calvin Temple was a Olive Branch resident, played at Olive Branch High School. A few issues happened. He transferred to Center Hill and went and led the team to their first state championship. On that team also was Caden Laws and DeCorion Payton. Now, those two names might ring a bell as both of them DeCorion graduated two years ago, and then Caden Laws graduated this year. They have all signed to go to Jones under Coach Mueller. And so three out of the five of the state championship team of 2019 are now going to be playing for Coach Mueller at Jones Community College. So a lot of local talent there. One more side note, Coach Mueller has also signed local talent Jordan Hibbler of South Haven, and that will round out the DeSoto County quad going to be playing for him. Well, hopefully he has the same success down there as he did up here with a lot of our local talent. Absolutely. In our final section, guys, we have our debate, or, or as we call it, our Mount Rushmore debate. And this week is going to be our top female actresses in a comedy role that is for movies, not TV. Because believe it or not, about 90 to 95% of your comedic actresses are based in TV. And that made this extremely difficult. It really Very. did. We have our own criteria. Mine is, is this person going to get me to come to the movie theater to see you in this kind of role? Zach likes to look a lot at the money and just iconicness that you have throughout. So, I mean, we already kind of vary on what we look for in a person. But with this one, unfortunately, women don't get a lot of these leading roles in com comedies, in movies. No, you're correct. TV Oh my goodness! Oh, like it, to me, they almost run the gambit when yeah. it comes to TV. There's no doubt. Uh, this week was extremely difficult. I actually don't even have a grassy knoll because there's just so many. There's so few female actresses that actually 
are the, the the top bill of a movie or even a com, uh, like a companion top bill. You know, like last week you you talked about Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, and like their partnerships or their you know the the you know the, the co character. One or two of mine are almost in that situation. Uh, I will say I don't have a grassy knoll this week, but I do have one legend I would put my foot down that we have to mention, and I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. uh, This is a woman who is comedy of my my generation, older generation, and even the newer generation. She will not die. She will be 180. She'll outlive me, and that is Betty White. Oh, that is a good one. She does deserve to be on there in any shape, way, or form. And I, yeah, no complaints. No complaints. She still does comedy, and a lot of it now is just being Betty White. Oh, I know. And that's all that's needed. She's her own brand. (laughs) That's what's that's awesome. (laughs) There was a there's a funny video of her and Ryan Reynolds because they did a movie together called The Proposal. It's a nice little romantic comedy with Sandra Bullock, as we all know. I love romantic comedies, but it's Betty White being just rude and mean to Ryan Reynolds. And Sandra Bullock coming to Betty White's defense and like shaming Ryan Reynolds. Like they'll be like walking up to each other and Betty will flip him off. And Ryan's like, look, that's why I hate Betty. And Betty's just like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, Ryan, it's Betty White. What are you doing? And then she's like, apologize. She's like, no. Yeah. And then she'll do it. And then she'll kick Ryan Reynolds. Oh, and then just awesome. like, it's just Betty White being perfect. Yeah. And yes, like you said, she is comedy and she is going to outlive us all. And I'm okay with it. Wow, absolutely. Now, do you have anybody in the grassy knoll? Like, it, it's hard. Like, I mean, I, I'm just going to kind of talk about them after we get our people okay. together. Right. And then I figure right. like that's the easiest way to go about it. This, right, well, give me, give me one of your Rushmore's. Whoopi Goldberg. I, Whoopi, huh? She, uh, I grew up on a lot of her movies just on VHS or just. <laughs> yeah, you said it best. <laughs> VHS. But I mean, she was one of the main people that got those headlining roles, and yeah, she the was. Last abs- one I think of was like Sister Act. Yes, one, you know, a couple of classics. Believe it or not, one of my favorite movies growing up, and I cannot remember the name of it, and I'm ashamed that I don't have the name of it. It was she played a not a vagrant, not necessarily a homeless person, but somebody who lived on the street, and she met um, James Belushi's character, who he played a person who was slow or academically hmm. challenged, and. Um, so basically he played himself yeah (laughs) um and she noticed that he was being taken advantage of um because of his um academic status or you know his disability whatever you want to call it and she taught him to live for himself and realize people were taking advantage of him um and it had some comedy to it but it was also a very you know not drama but it had a very tragic you know, kind of ending to it, but it has a great message that, you know, no matter what your life is like in which hers was not great, you can still rise up and do good things for other people. Uh, so it wasn't really a comedy, but uh, if there's somebody out here who knows the name of the movie I'm talking about, uh, I would really appreciate if you emailed us in and let us know the name of that movie, because it truly is a classic. Um, you know, and I think you would really, anybody could really learn something from it. And she just has so many from that 80s and 90s. It's right there on the cusp of that range. And then, like, even one, where else are you going to get a female to be the head coach of the New York Knicks like she was in Eddie? And, you know, yeah. just little different things. So I, I not only want to pay homage to her, but she's hilarious. I agree. I agree. Um, my number one uh, for somebody who is more current, who legitimately has headlining experience, uh, is Melissa McCarthy. I just don't like her. Like, I mean, I wish I did. And <laughs> hey, you gotta admit though, she's got movies that are centered around her. She does, but like, I don't find them funny for the most part. And so, like, I wish I could have her on a Rushmore or something for me. So but, this is more of a personal preference, not whether or not she earned right to be there. I mean, she has every right to be there. She's probably the only woman that has headliners. I mean, there's another one that is in my route Rushmore that has headliners, but I laugh at a lot of the things that she does. <laughs> Whereas with Melissa McCarthy, I just don't McCarthy reminds me of a female, a Chris Farmer. That's to me. That's who she is. Yeah, to an extent, I, I can definitely see but it. If you don't she enjoy plays her it. style of yeah. comedy. It is what it is. I mean, I wish I did because I've seen her in movies. Like I watched The Heat for Sandra Bullock, but I mean, I just felt like her character was being pushed too far, more so than anything else. But as far as earnings, getting people in seats, she absolutely does that. She does. She does. And what the, else per- you got? the person that I see doing that, who I personally enjoy, is Tiffany Haddish. Really? Like, I mean, you want to talk about somebody getting everybody 
in deceits, she is 100% that kind of person. All right, so the person who might not recognize a name, give an example of a movie she's in so they know. She is in Night School with Kevin Hart, who is somebody that I don't necessarily like Kevin Hart, but she did, I think, that Girls Night Out or his Girls Trip right. with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and a few other people. My next one uh, is Kristen Wiig. Now, she does a lot of TV, but she has got into the TV, I mean, the movie world and done well. Even had a cameo, not really in a cameo, I guess you could say a supporting actor or a villain in the latest uh, Wonder Woman, which was a train wreck, by yep. the way. But she you know, Not much of a comedic role in that Not much of a comedic role, but hey, it was cool to see her break out of that, you know, the norm. You know, because there was a little bit of her comedic role playing kind of a dorky character and so on and then turn into the cheetah, you know, but hey, whatever. Uh, but I give her kudos to me. She's a fantastic actress and she's wide range. That has nothing to do with comedic in any shape or form, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> hey, I was drawing the straws in a lot of these. Get off me. Hey, man, like, <laughs> give, give me Catherine Heigl or something, you know, the a rom-com, yeah. rom-com queen. That's true. I'll give you that. No, there's no doubt. But okay, I mean, hey, Kristen Wiig was in one of the main staples and a Melissa Carthy uh, movie as well, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, a revolutionary movie. It, it was, and that's what gave a lot of this an opportunity. I, somebody who I find hilarious and is not really a headliner in any shape or form, but she absolutely steals every ounce of screen when she is on it is Catherine Hahn. Now, a lot of people might not know the name, but you will absolutely know the movies that she is in, like Step Brothers. She is in Anchorman. She is in The Goods, Live Fast, Sell Hard, which have you ever seen The Goods with Jeremy Piven and Will Ferrell? It is the most ridiculous movie in the world to where it's a used car salesman who comes into just local mom and pop lots and sells cars like he's a consultant for him he brings his a team with him wherever he goes and they just sell every single car on the lot and she's one of her his main salespeople. absolutely crushes it and has you laughing just in stitches the entire time that you're watching a movie with her cash that character reminds me of my next favorite and that is Catherine o'hara now if you don't know who Catherine o'hara is that was macaulay calkin's mother on home alone she was also the new tenants in Beetlejuice. If you remember that famous scene where they're singing at the table and she had the red hair, the curls and the fine. Yep. She also, one of my favorite comedies, believe it or not. And it's just because it's ridiculous. That type of humor is called best in show where she plays, uh, you know, a woman who owns dogs and has a bad kneecap and like tries to walk <laughs> dogs for the show. And her knee is buckling constantly. I mean, you can just get this visual. It is, it's quite hilarious, but um, truly, Late 80s, all through the 90s, just so many comedic roles. It's unreal. Um, truly one of my favorites. And I, again, it's a hard situation, but she is more of a movie actress than mm-hmm. TV, bar none. And that's kind of like my last person, Leslie Mann, who is just kind of that side piece in a lot of funny movies. I brought up Knocked Up a second ago with Katherine Heigl, but she is her sister in that movie. She's in the movie This Is 40 with Paul Rudd, kind of based around yeah. those characters. Yeah. She is in a couple of those, just any Judd Apatow movie, she's going to be in it because, well, that's his wife. So she gets to shine in a lot of these roles. And I don't, I'm not saying she gets these because it's his wife. She definitely deserves these, but she's getting that opportunity to shine and in a nice little spotlight. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Uh, my last one uh, is kind of maybe a long shot, but I think she's hilarious, and that is Anna Faris. Um, I think everything back from like she did the scary movie series. Yep. I mean, just to me, it was just over the top hilarious. She, did she a has the House Bunny Ryan, movie, yeah. And then she did a comedy with Ryan Reynolds called Just Friends. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she's done some great movie stuff too. So uh, she's another favorite. Um, again, this was a this was a tough one. This well, week. because uh, you have someone like Tina Fey who's in a lot of those kind of movies and best friends with Anna Faris, but a lot of her greatest roles are going to be over in TV. Oh, always TV. I mean, also, I mean, think about Julia Lewis Dreyfus. I mean, yep. like legend, but TV Seinfeld, 99%. Veep, like yeah. all of it. Yeah, and then so. you got someone like Rose Byrne, who's just kind of the same spot as a lot of the people that we put up here, but not necessarily headlining anything or the reason 
unfortunately, that you're able to go see the movie for that person. Guys, if y'all have a suggestion for our next debate, please send it to us at theobpodcast at gmail.com. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Or you can check us out on social media, and that is at Twitter or Facebook at obpod or obpodcast. Guys, if you enjoy what you're listening, please make sure you listen to our brother podcast down in Hernando, which is called Under the Water Tower, or UTW for short. They are very similar to us, and they present a show every Tuesday and Friday with great content, especially around the Hernando area. They are also having their very own concert like they did previously. They've even gotten Bosco's Brewing to help out and do a nice little hoppy hour if you're interested in tasting a few different brews before the concert is going to start, and that is going to be on July the 16th. Guys, if you enjoy what you're listening to, please leave us a positive review on iTunes and make sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever your podcast listening app is. This is very important and it helps to make sure you never miss an episode and you get to promote us like we want to promote the community. Well, guys, that's it for this week and we look forward to next week. And I'm Zach. I'm Cash. And we'll see y'all then.